Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Every person who can vote should vote on Election Day. I'm Brian Lehrer. You're listening to the Politics Brief podcast, bringing you the best coverage of the 2018 elections. You'll hear smart conversations from shows like On the Media, The New Yorker Radio Hour, The Takeaway, and yes, The Brian Lehrer Show. Plus, great reporting from our WNYC newsroom. We'll give you the information you need so you can choose wisely on Election Day. Welcome to Politics Brief. With the midterms less than two months away, a final set of states are getting their primaries in under the wire this week. On Tuesday, New Hampshire voters went to the polls. Democrats chose former state Senator Molly Kelly as their candidate in the governor's race, and she'll go up against the Republican incumbent Chris Sununu in November. And in New Hampshire's first congressional district, Democrat Chris Pappas, a member of the state's executive council, and Republican Eddie Edwards, a former police chief, emerged victorious in two very crowded fields. Here to break down the results with us is Lauren Chuljan, a politics reporter with our new friends at New Hampshire Public Radio. Lauren, great to have you on our show. Good to be with you. So New Hampshire's first congressional district is expected to be a pretty competitive one in these upcoming elections. Uh, We just mentioned Chris Pappas won, coming out ahead in a field of 11 candidates. If Pappas wins in November, he'll be the state's first openly gay representative. How was he able to win in such a crowded race? Well, it's good you mentioned how crowded it was because for a long time we all talked about, you know, with 11 candidates, how is this going to split? How could anyone win this with such a big percentage? But in the end, he won it really decisively with 42 percent of the vote. He kind of rose up through the ranks. He was at the state house. He's now on the executive council and his district represents Manchester and a couple other big towns surrounding it. So he's pretty well known. He's also connected to a well-known restaurant. His family owns the Puritan, which has famous chicken tenders around here in New Hampshire. And so that retail politics stuff still, as you know, matters in New Hampshire. And on the GOP side, we had former police chief Eddie Edwards win his primary, and he would be the state's first African-American representative in Congress. Is Edwards a Trump-style Republican? He is. In fact, both of the leading contenders in that race, State Senator Andy Sanborn and Eddie Edwards, both really tried to play hard to the Trump base. This is partially because Trump is popular here, but also because he actually won this district in 2016. So even though it's currently represented by a Democrat, Carol Shea Porter, I mean, that kind of gives you a sense of how swingy this swing district is. And he worked really hard to, you know, go for that Trump base. He talked a lot in his speech last night about some of the big wins he thought that Trump has brought home for the country and also the state, minority hiring being up. Uh, He talked about uh, the tax relief that some voters have been seeing. And so I expect that we will hear a lot of that from him, which will be interesting because as a swing district and, you know, as it's New Hampshire, we have a lot of independent voters here, a lot of moderate Republicans, a lot of more conservative Democrats. And with a very conservative Republican like Eddie Edwards, I'm not quite sure where more moderate Republicans will go. And, of course, we mentioned Chris Sununu, Republican Governor Chris Sununu. He's up for re-election. What's your take on that race? 
Well, Sununu is incredibly popular here. I mean, he's one of the most popular governors in the country right now. And so that's going to be pretty tricky for Democrats. And they knew that going in. And they decided that their best shot at victory was an establishment candidate in Molly Kelly. She's a former state senator. She ended up beating former Portsmouth Mayor Steve Martian by a two to one victory. And it's interesting, you know, if there was a race that kind of mirrored some of these national trends, it was this one. You know, Marshan was trying to run more left of Kelly, saying that the only way to beat this incumbent that's very popular is to kind of shake up the Democratic Party and think differently about issues like taxes. But in the end, I think Kelly's story really resonated with a lot of voters. She was a single mom who raised her three kids working multiple jobs. She's also, as the New York Times reported, the 15th woman that will be nominated for governor this year, which is a record. And a lot of voters told me last night it's the year of the woman. And so that was in their minds when they went into the booth. Lauren, do we only get one year? Do we only get one year? I hope not. (laughs) Well, on that note, thank you. Lauren Chuljan is politics reporter for New Hampshire Public Radio. Speaking of politics, this Friday, my colleague Amy Walter is going to explore what it means to be a political moderate, and we want to hear from you. Do you consider yourself a moderate? Tell us what party you identify with, how you feel it's changed, and whether you feel left out of this conversation in the era of polarization. Give us a call at 8778-MY-TAKE and leave us a voicemail. Thanks for listening to Politics Brief. If you want more, go to wnyc.org slash elections.